0: You are listening to the Process for Profit Podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we're going to be giving you some tips on content and writing and how to come up with ideas for that, because I feel like that is a huge issue in the entrepreneur space and helping us as Tracy Smith of Kitchen Table CEOs. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Hello, how are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So we actually initially connected on Instagram and then we had virtual coffee chats and just kind of staying connected. And um, I wanted to bring Tracy on because I think so many entrepreneurs really struggle with content and writing. And I know I am one of those. I hate writing and <laughs> I it just, it sucks the life out of me. So people that love doing it are my best friend because I'm like, I know I need to, but I don't want to. Well, <laughs> so you can. Sadly, you're not alone. I hear Oh that no, it more. happens all the time, all the time. So you can definitely read about Tracy in the show notes and her bio and all that good stuff. But Tracy, why don't you dive in and tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey.
1: Perfect. Well, again, thanks so much for having me on a little bit about me. Okay. So, um, I just launched a week before COVID perfect timing Kitchen <laughs> table <laughs> <laughs> CEOs. And what that is, is it is a website or a one-stop shop for, uh, women entrepreneurs, usually moms who, uh, work from home and are running their business all while trying to juggle home life and family. And we know that struggle and juggle is real. Yes. Um, Um, Because as I, um, in the past, I've been a professional writer, I've worked in communications, and I noticed as I worked with my small business clients and my entrepreneur clients, everybody struggled with wearing so many hats and having to learn how to do so much. Like, I might make soaps, but I'm not a marketing expert, you know, (laughs) or I might be trying to sell something, but I don't know how to write. And as entrepreneurs, we're forced to learn so many things. And we often, especially at the beginning, don't have a team to help. So my idea was starting kitchen table CEOs was to provide this space for women like you and I to come to to get some of those resources that we need. So I provide resources on social media on writing on email lists. And I also provide resources on food and family stuff and home stuff. So it's meant to sort of help with the, the chaos that we face on a daily basis. So that's sort of the uh, the short explanation of where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is so key, especially now that everyone is like homeschooling and at home and probably two spouses working from home in a lot of cases, like there's just this crazy overwhelm of like home life. Now it's mixed in with work life and business life. And like you said, wearing so many hats all the time.
1: (laughs) And everybody understands it now. You know, I think there used to be a little bit of a struggle before to sort of prove yourself that just because you work at home doesn't mean you're not working the same amount, if not more. And now I think anybody who were skeptics totally get it and get how hard that challenge is. You know, and oh my gosh, yes, yes. yeah. And I don't think I mentioned just so everybody knows. So my background is in corporate communications. I used to do that, and then I took some time off when my kids were born, and I dove into professional writing and wrote a lot of published articles in magazines, and then sort of branched out into social media and, um, and brand strategy. So that is sort of my background and why, uh, or how I'm equipped to sort of offer a site like this.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, I, I would tell people I had an online business and they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, I run a business online and I work from home. And they're like, yeah, no, I don't think that's real. And now people know that that's a real thing. <laughs> They're like, oh, Zoom and all of these virtual things. Like, I get it now. I want an online business. I was like, I tried to tell you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I t- I, it's, it's amazing. There's a lot more kitchen table CEOs out there. That's for oh, sure. Oh,
0: goodness. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. So let's dive in. So content is such a broad topic. <laughs> yeah. Everybody talks about content and content marketing and email marketing and social media marketing and content, content, content. So how do business owners really decide how to choose topics to write about? Because honestly, there's so many ways that you could go with content in all of these different businesses. Right, right. And just to clarify something too, because people use the word content, they
1: use the word writing, they use the word copy, yep. each have slightly different meanings, but I think most people use them interchangeably. So I don't want yep. people to be intimidated when people use the word content or copy. It just means all the stuff you write. Yep. <laughs> um, content is super tough. You nailed it. I know it can feel so demanding And it's so overwhelming. And most of us have a pile at the side of our desk with all the, you know, writing to do sort of thing. But I do have a little trick that will help everyone generate tons of content and help them save time, lower their stress and reduce or eliminate all their writer's blocks. So I hope I can share it with you.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) So at the end, you're going to have a stockpile of meaningful content um, to draw upon hopefully for months to come. So here we go. I'm going to walk you through the quick, uh, the quick sessions that I want you to do. So first off, everyone listening who finds content overwhelming and never ending, I want them to do this activity and they will thank me for it. I promise.
0: Um,
1: you're going to think about your ideal client first. Who are they? Who are you trying to reach? And this is who you really want to talk uh, think about when you're writing your content, because this is who you are talking to in your posts. So for me, my ideal client is a woman entrepreneur working from home, often moms, and they're launching or growing their own business. So... What I'm about to explain, I will say I learned a version of this from Jenna Kutcher of the Gold Digger podcast. So thank you to Jenna for some of these steps. Yeah. So yeah. with your ideal client in mind, I want everyone to choose two to three categories that relate to their brand or their business. So think about the products you create, the services you provide, or the questions you answer on a regular basis for your clients. So for me, it could be branding, business writing, social media. Uh, or maybe professional photography. So you have, you write those two, three categories down. Then I want everyone to choose one to two categories that they're passionate about, maybe outside of work that also would be appealing to their ideal client. So for me and my mom entrepreneurs, it might be travel, fitness, family, maybe food and recipes Now, let's say, and I don't, let's say I love cigars. (laughs) Um, This is, say, not something you would include as your passionate category outside of work because that wouldn't appeal to my ideal client. So you need to find that balance, two to three things that you love, but also would be appealing to your client. So now you're going to take all five of those categories that you've just identified And you're going to take a piece of paper for each of those and I want you to write those categories or those headings at the top of a piece of paper hopefully everybody's still following
0: <laughs> awesome or or in your ipad notebook yes or I'm in your digital. ipad if you're <laughs> i'm
1: such a paper person so anyway the next step is you take out your piece of paper jot down the categories like i said and then from there i want everyone to spend about 10 minutes working on each category brainstorming all the topics that they know about in regards to this category that they're passionate about maybe they're educated on um topics they'd like to talk about they Like to share, and I want them to do it for each category. And then at the end, you'll step back and you're looking at all of these topic ideas that you just generated, and it's pretty amazing. And they're all topics that you know about, and that means you'll have an easier time writing about. Now, one extra step is you go back to each page. And the topics that you've written down. And then you think about your own life and you think about your clients, your journey, your daily routines, your expertise. And I want you to write down any stories you can think of. Maybe it's something you've done with your kids. Maybe it's something your dad used to tell you, you know, evidence before and afters. Maybe you've worked with a client in regards to this category. Maybe you have a testimonial from somebody. It could be a funny gift you've seen Quotes, lessons learned, and you want to match these all up to sort of your subtopics that you've written down. So now you have story inspirations and you have content to link your topics to real life. And now you can demonstrate when you write your content just exactly why you're an expert and should be trusted. And those are so important, right? Because then you're not just writing about random stuff. You're writing about stuff you care about that relates to your business. And you have stories to share that your audience will love learning about. And so definitely when you're done, save those pages, pin them to the wall, put them in your top drawer, you know, save them in a a file or a folder that you won't forget about them. And congratulate yourself because you probably just created enough content and topics that will last you six months, if not a year. So oh, there you go. That's my no. little tip and trick. It took too long, it. But-
0: <laughs> no, you're good. I love it. It actually, I mean, like, I know these things, but even just you walking through that in a process, I was like, oh, I should probably do that. I should probably come up with some content ideas that way. Because it, it and, and you're talking about a lot of the same topics too, especially if you're talking to the same types of people and the same ideal client, you're really just reiterating all of those same things. <laughs> so like, if this is six months worth of content <laughs> for you, then you can duplicate it, right? You can like revamp and reuse this content. And use it for the next six months, and just repurpose. So I love yes. it.
1: Yeah, and the nice thing is, I find if anybody's like me, I mean, you're more digital and organized, but you know, I have these notes everywhere of these topic ideas. So the nice thing about an exercise like this is you've actually dedicated some time to do it, yeah. so that you have those five, you know, pages that you know all your content is in one location. I have so many ideas all the time, and little notes on my phone, and this and that. But yeah. it really is nice to have it all in one place, organized, where you can come back to.
0: Yeah. I love that. And and like she just said, it's 10 minutes per topic. So like you can break that up into little chunks, right? Like whenever you have 10 free minutes, that main topic, start writing all the subtopics. And then the next day, do the same thing. And within a week, even if you're just doing it 10 minutes a day, you have a whole bank of content. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, okay. So say they have come up with all of these different topics. They have all these things. They've brought some stories, some inspiration. How can they kind of curate that into kind of a plan and posting that they can actually keep up with? And do they have to write that content all at the same time? Do they batch? Like what are your suggestions around kind of like writing and that, that kind of thing?
1: So, you know, even as a writer, like this can overwhelm me and I totally hear everybody in the sense that, you know, there's so many platforms and, you know, sometimes when we get caught up in it, it feels like you're writing almost five subjects a day because you're putting it out <laughs> on like different platforms and things like that. So I have three methods and I will call upon two other um, influencer heavyweights, um, uh, some tips that I learned from them. But so one method I use, I mean, you can download fancy calendars and this and that you know, um, but I think it's really important that you find a system or a a process that works for you and something that feels right with the way you approach. Yeah. So three methods sort of that I um, use from time to time. One is to pick a weekly theme. So I do this a lot. I'll actually go into my calendar, either on my computer or a hard copy, and I'll just write that one topic, could be email lists, or it could be how to write a blog, or professional photography, like those are some of my main topics. And so I pick a theme for that week. And so I might write, um, you know, write something on that for the business content, and then throw in some of my other outside of work stuff, you know, like maybe what I did with the family and, 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 or a recipe or something like that. But as far as work content, I concentrate on that one subject per week. And then, you know, I will, put a comment into my Facebook group on that subject, you know, Um, the second one that I learned from Amy Porterfield, which is amazing is you create one piece of original content a week. So a lot of times, again, like I said, we we get stuck creating all these new things. And we're kind of running around like a little tornado, not knowing whether anybody's listening. But what Amy says is, you know, whether it's your podcast, Brittany, or it's my blog post, you create one original piece of content per week and then you feed that out to your other platforms so if i did a blog post you know then all of my other posts it wouldn't be verbatim on my blog post but it would be pulling pieces from that maybe i maybe i pull a testimonial about my blog writing maybe i have a quote about blog writing or maybe i just take my first paragraph it had a, a nugget or something and i put that into my instagram so you use your original content and then you push that out to all of your other platforms, you're really only kind of creating one thing per week, which feels a lot easier and doable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then my girl, Jenna Kutcher, she says to sort of rotate through your topics. So those topics that we just identified in that exercise, you could, you know, you could just rotate through those topics and sort of do one from each it depends how many times you post a week, but you know, you do your one food post and then you do your one business post and then you go back and you kind of rotate through the categories. So, you know, those are three different approaches on how to sort of approach your content plan and what you're going to share and definitely batch working. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine doing it day by day at this stage. I usually sit down, um with the app later. And I usually do about two weeks of social media at a time would love to do more. Yeah. But I also think that helps you be a little bit more strategic in what messages you're putting out there and sharing with your audience, instead of it feeling like you're just throwing a bunch of pebbles at them, you know, you can be a little bit more strategic. So
0: yeah, for sure. I love that, Isn't... and I I love the theme type of thing too. And I I try to do this too monthly with like what I'm offering. Mm-hmm. So um, like picking what I'm offering, whether because I've obviously got a couple different things, right? And I can't promote them all at the same time. So like, which one am I focusing on? And then really okay. trying to gear that content towards that, because that's what we want our content to turn into clients, right? Like we're not Absolutely. just putting putting content out to just put content out. We're putting it out there so that people can read our stories and they can know what we do and how we do it and how we teach and all of that. So that they hire us eventually, right? Like it might take a little bit longer if they're just reading your content, but you got to be strategic with it in like your offers too, and making sure that everything mm-hmm. is kind of lined like I think,
1: up. Yeah. Every piece of content you, you know, that we're talking about here, you need to, you know, like I said, think about your ideal client and then also think about what do you want them to do with this? Right. Yeah, so yep. When you put that original content out, like the blog, if I put it on Instagram or Facebook, I am going to tell them that this is from a blog and then I want them to read it because I want my website traffic to go up, right? And then if I picked a theme for that week, like email list, it's probably because I have an email list product and then I will share little pieces of the product you know, if it's a 15 page thing, I'll, I'll share little, you know, tidbits from one of the pages and then direct my viewers to say, if you want to check out more of this, you know, I have a product or another blog post that you might want to read, you know, so you're kind of planting little, little breadcrumbs for them.
0: Yeah. So, and I think that's the thing with like everyone talking about content and they're like content, 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 go post content, do the things everywhere. I think you just like, you have to take a step back and like you said, start with that ideal client and make sure like you don't want to post on Pinterest. If your people aren't on Pinterest, you don't want to post on LinkedIn if your people aren't on LinkedIn. So like you really need to have a strategy behind where you're posting because of your ideal client living there, not necessarily Mm -hmm. because your best friend told you you should be posting on LinkedIn. <laughs> so, well, and
1: you know what? It's I think I think a viewer, it's better to leave a viewer loving uh, a small bit of content than you put out than you know just putting out random things and throwing more and more and more and overwhelming somebody and then they don't even want to follow you. Right. So quality over quantity for sure. Yes,
0: for sure. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels in your business that you sit down to start your day and before you know it, it's 5 PM and the day is over and you just don't know what you accomplished only to do this day in and day out. You're throwing spaghetti at the wall. You have no routines, no strategy, no systems in place, and you're working 17 hours a day. If this is you, you need to check out our free masterclass now. How to work smarter, not harder, and double your revenue will give you the clarity, confidence, strategy, systems, and support to get stuff done without the overwhelm and without working 17 hours a day. Check out our free masterclass now at b.link forward slash training to learn how to work smarter, not harder. Okay, so what do you suggest for business owners like myself that do not like to write? Because (laughs) I would much rather like put together systems and organize and do all the things. And somebody tells me I have to write, and I'm like, oh, we're not going to do that. (laughs)
1: That is so funny. We're going to have to swap because I'd write any day than doing a system. So we're a good yin yang pair. Yes. My advice to anybody who doesn't like to write is you're not alone. So, you know, I hear it all the time. I hear, oh, you know, what am I? I'm going to say, I'm not a good writer. I, I, I haven't taken courses in this. So, what I like to say is, you know, keep trying, put pen to paper, fingers to keyboard. You know, it really is a practice and a skill to be honed. We wouldn't expect to, you know, sit down at a new instrument and expect to play right away. So, you know, we really, really have to just keep trying. And I hear from a lot of people that, you know, they procrastinate and, it, and it's that thing that's in the back of their mind that they know that they have to do, but they haven't gotten to try to do a little bit because the bigger that pile comes becomes, or, you know, the more time that passes by, you know, it does get more, more intimidating and a little bit more scarier. So just, you know, try. Um, I do have my free 30 social media post ideas. If anybody wants that, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, Another tip is to, you know, look to the pros. Who do you really like reading or um, listening to, or their feeds that you follow and try and pick up on little tips and tricks that they do. You know, do they tell stories about their family? Do they write lists? Like, what is it that you like about those people? And, you know, use that as inspiration. Um, The other tip that I would try to say, lots of people write way too much, right? Like I remember when Instagram used to be like two liners. Now people are writing like essays in every Instagram (laughs) post. So You know, less is more. I think people appreciate when you talk from your heart, Um, they would much rather you be authentic and maybe there's an error or your sentence structure isn't perfect versus perfect. And you've lost all of that, you know, personality or that sense of getting to know you. So, you know, just really keep at it and try and look to others for examples of what you might be able to incorporate and you can do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's better to get it almost there with something that you like and, uh, and get it out, then just get stuck in that chase for perfection. And then you never press publish. So
0: for sure. I love both of those. I think we all follow so many people, right? Like we're on so many email lists of people that we follow and we get really great content from follow the same structure. Like look at the topics that they're looking at and like, see how you can mold that into what you talk about, right? Like, Oh, they're telling a story and then they're giving me some information and then they're sending me places. Like try to look at that format because you're obviously reading it. So it worked. Mm
1: -hmm, (laughs) So then
0: use that format and take your own topics that you just did from this exercise and fill in the blanks essentially. Right. So, um, I think that's huge. And I think putting it off, I mean, it's like everything in business, right? Like if you put off your bookkeeping for a year, A year, that's not going to be fun to do. So do little bits at a time. And I think it's a habit, just like everything else, spend 15 minutes a day writing some posts and posting Mm -hmm. them, like make it something small. So it's not like this giant thing that you have to do or you won't ever do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And people have to remember too, like I said, like content isn't necessarily just writing. So if you're a real picture person, you know, one of the sites I use is Unsplash and all the photography is free, like get, get, let the, let the photo do a lot of the work, you know, and then you don't have to do as much or, you know, maybe you like inspirational You know, sayings and quotes, or you know, maybe you have some amazing testimonials from your clients, and you know, those things stand alone very well, so you can still learn to tell your story without you know, including six paragraphs.
0: Yes, for sure. And Canva, like, they've made some really amazing tools Mm -hmm. that make this so much easier. They have templates inside of there where it's just swapping out the content, like. It just So that kind of leads into my next question. Some of your favorite tools to help you with this. I know you just touched on Unsplash for photos. I just Mm -hmm. touched on Canva, but do you have any other software that kind of helps in this content creation process? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think every entrepreneur needs their go-tos and Canva is literally open on my computer right now. (laughs) As I'm talking to you, I use it for everything. And some people don't, like you can do everything in there.
0: Oh my gosh. So Um, much stuff. And then you create templates and then just like duplicate it and use it for like blog post graphics. And yeah, it's, it's it's an amazing amazing tool. (laughs)
1: So I'm going to, because you said, you know, not a lot of people talk about content and writing. I'll talk about three things that help me with my content and writing specifically. So we have mentioned later, later is a program that helps you schedule your social media posts. You can see what your feed's going to look like for Instagram. Um, I think you can save groupings of your hashtags, you know, so that really saves time. Uh, So later, 100% for content, because it allows you if you do have that writing inspiration and that day that it's just, you know, the pen and the keyboards going, you know, sit down, get it all captured on later, and then you can schedule it all out. So that is definitely a must. The second one is Grammarly, you can install that, I don't know what the technical term is as a
0: It's an an extension in Chrome.
1: (laughs) And so you can download that to your computer so that basically it's with you wherever you're writing. So it could be on social media, it could be in Google, and it's basically editing everything you do uh, for grammar and spelling. And, you know, it helps so much because I, as a, as an entrepreneur uh, working on my own, I don't have time to do that, you know, 10 edit process for everything that I do. So it's so nice when it catches those easy spelling mistakes, when I'm about to post something on Facebook or Instagram, and it just catches the hyphen or the comma or the space. So that is a huge uh, saver and embarrassment too. That you know you've made some big spelling mistake and, and <laughs> something you pushed out. And then the third thing that I use a lot and it's so easy is thesaurus. Um, because one of those things when you do struggle with writing. You know those days when you keep using the same word, that same adjective, over and over again. You're like, oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> so I honestly, beside Canva, I always have Thesaurus open just because if I'm like, oh, I always, use, I already use the word confidence, or oh, I already use that word, and I just pop it up, and it's amazing because they'll just give you almost, you know, 20 different options for the same word, and so it really helps your writing to sound a lot more colorful and descriptive, and gives it more variety. So. Those are sort of three tools I use for creating my content and making sure that, you know, the quality is good.
0: I love that. Um, And we actually, so this has been interesting because I've been doing this since I connected with this person, but I actually did a podcast interview with Allie Cramner and she does, so the the episode was called Productivity Period. So it's for the ladies, Um, but she talks about your energy during all the different cycle phases. Yes. And like, I have found that to be a super helpful tool, not just in like content writing, but just business and life in general, because I, I noticed, and this is why I reached out to her. I noticed that I was insanely productive three days before my period started. And then when it started for like the next three days, I did nothing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just got so much done. Why can't I do anything? Like, I don't feel like doing anything at all. And I was like, what is happening? So I like checked it out, talked to her. We had a podcast episode and I think it's huge in just business in general, but this helped me a ton with like content because I'm like, I'm not going to create content during that time frame. Like that is not happening. (laughs) So I had to make sure I kind of like planned it out based on this this cycle and she has a freebie and all that good stuff. So we'll link the episode in the show notes so that everyone can go listen to it and go download the freebie and the the tracker and everything. But, um, that was a super crucial tool for me for like figuring Mm. out creative spaces versus like admin time versus like new projects, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely link that too, but I love all of the those because I'm terrible at spelling later saves time. So, systems are amazing and Canva is just fantastic. So, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you mentioned on the period tracking because I took a course last year and it touched on that. And I mean, I still can't keep track of moons yeah. and
0: all that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, <but> me neither.
1: <laughs> it really does teach you, though, to be kind to yourself in a sense. And yes. if you are having those few days where you're not feeling like, I wouldn't say productive, but maybe it's more of a quieter day. You don't feel like talking to people and it's more like, Inward thinking, right? Yep. Not to jump to conclusions that all of a sudden, you know, you're you're losing your, you know, your love for your business or your yeah. down, <laughs> but knowing that it, it will come back up, and then all of a sudden you'll have this surge of energy that's better directed to, you know, another aspect of your business. So it is really interesting. Yeah, no,
0: it's it was crazy when I started doing that. Like we all operate on this 24 hour cycle that's like you get up, you do the morning routine, you work, you do the thing, you do the night routine, you go to bed, and like your inner supposed to be the same every day. And it's not, No, no. (laughs) it's not at all. So, um, any of the ladies that are listening, like the, it's been a game changer for me and I've Mm -hmm. only been tracking for a couple months. So I definitely suggest checking that out, but awesome. Well, do you have any like favorite just productivity or just general business lessons or tips or hacks for our listeners?
1: Well, I would say, I mean, people say this maybe too often, but we just, we need to believe in ourselves and you need to just put one foot in front of the other, especially when you're an entrepreneur working on your own, you know, some weeks, uh, days, it's just going to feel like you're not getting anything done and you're swimming in papers or like we talked about wearing so many hats and it's just put one foot in front of the other because you are moving and you're doing great and uh, you will get there. And um, the other thing, especially when I was launching and there was so much to do, you know, from logo, creating your website to creating your products and all the content you needed for that is, you know, you want everything to be as good as it can be, but 85% and done and published is a lot better than perfection that never happens. Right. So I really, really got to that point. Like, you know, as an example, my logo, I, I like my logo. I love it you know could i work on it for another year <laughs> probably <laughs> but you know get it out there get it done get it launched and you can always turn around and tweak things same thing for website yeah. content you know same thing for product descri- descriptions i'm not giving everybody permission to put out bad content that's right. not what i'm doing but i think <laughs> Sometimes we're our worst critics, and we just were like, oh, it's not like 100% there, you know? But if you've gone through it, you've done your work, and you've created something, then, you know, move forward and you can always circle back.
0: So, yeah, I mean, perfectionism and the entrepreneurial roller coaster, those are real things. (laughs) Like the roller coaster, I don't care where you are in business, it is real. And I don't like roller coasters. We're just going to throw that out there. So, when I'm on the bottom of the roller coaster, I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> but that's the name of the game and we have to just be willing to like you said put one foot in front of the next and just keep moving and you'll make momentum um and don't try to put perfection because it will stop you in your tracks
1: yeah i heard something somewhere what was it it was something like If you have been in business for a few years and like love the first product or, you know, image that you put out, then you waited too long or something like that. (laughs) If you're not embarrassed by your first product, then you waited too long. Oh
0: yeah. If you're not embarrassed by your first Facebook live, then you're doing Mm -hmm. it wrong. (laughs) I go back to mine and I'm like, Oh my goodness. What? (laughs) Like we're going to delete, delete, (laughs) delete. And I've rebranded too. Right. Like if you're an entrepreneur, you just got to put it out there and pivot later. And I think 2020 has definitely taught us all how to pivot, but you just got to get it out there. So it's the same mm-hmm. with content, it's the same with business, everything. You just got to move forward, forward momentum. Good. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to cover? Any other tips or helpful tricks that you want to share?
1: Hmm. Well, I have a favor to ask of you because I was just waiting for you to ask a question about systems and organization because I know that's your specialty. (laughs) And I, on my page here with some notes, I I have it sort of blank and it's like, ask Brittany. So I will confess (laughs) that next on my list is... Uh, is to really I'm at that stage where I really need to formalize some of my processes yeah. processes processes um, and processes systems.
0: processes systems yeah there's all, all the words workflows yeah. it's it's all scary for most people <laughs> right
1: and so you know talk about wearing those hats but the the nice thing about Where we are right now in the online world is there's so many apps that can help us, right? So I really want to. I'm going to interview interview you back. I want to ask what your go-to, you know, sort of app that includes more than one thing for managing your projects and, or, you know, may or may not include like a bigger client package, like invoices and stuff where, you know, instead of having like 10 things that are helping yeah. you, you <laughs> know, one of the sort of package software systems, because there's a lot out there.
0: Yeah. So there is not an all in one. Um, I like being interviewed on my own podcast too, by the way, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. So there is not just like, there's no all in one system. There's right. really not. Um, because one, software can't be good at everything. So okay. my really core go-to, I have Asana for project management, podcast management, team management, anything like that. I use Asana for um, okay. my podcast calendar, my content marketing calendar, like literally all of that lives in Asana. And then my Plutio. So it's this is actually a newer one that I started using. That's everything client related. So that's going to be proposals, invoice, um, contract signatures, any kind of client. Plutio. It's P-L-U-T-I-O. So yeah, it does proposals, invoices, contracts, and electronic signatures. And then it does all of the client task tracking. So I don't, I don't track my client tasks in Asana. They have their own like portal, essentially. So I use Plutio for that. And then all things, marketing, sales pages, membership site, all of this, the links to all my freebies, that all goes through Kartra. And I actually did a full episode about Kartra because everyone is like ClickFunnels and Kajabi fans and I am not. (laughs) Um, Kartra does more and it's less expensive than both of those platforms. So I did a whole episode about why everyone needs Kartra. There's an affiliate link that you can try it out for two weeks for free, all the things. So those are like my three core systems on top of like G Suite.
1: Okay. Awesome. I'll write those down as my top three. For sure. And I mean,
0: I think for Asana, people can definitely use that for the content creation process because you can create different tasks with your graphics attached and the post content, and you can map it out on a calendar. Now it doesn't schedule. I have Mm -hmm. somebody that schedules for me and batch schedules. So it doesn't do that piece of it, but it helps you organize and repurpose your content. Great. Thank you for that. For sure. Awesome. Well, Tracy, it has been a blast. I love talking about all of this and, um, where can people find you all the resources and all of that good stuff?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me on. I so appreciate it. I hope we can help a couple more people convert from hating to writing to yeah. <laughs> not finding it too bad. Um, people can find me, my website is kitchentableceos.com. And if they are a woman entrepreneur looking for help with business resources, or family and home stuff, they're going to find articles, resources, tips on social hashtags, writing templates. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and on social Social, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. You can find me at kitchen table CEOs. And I think especially for your um, listeners, we were going to include in the show notes. I know a lot of people struggle with writing about me pages. So I yes. did want to offer your <laughs> listeners a special um, how to write an about me page product that I have it includes a template, an easy six-step uh process for creating it. So please by all means go to the show notes and use the code word about me lowercase one word and you'll get that for free. So um check that out and yeah thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah for sure. So we will definitely include the link to that so you guys can get that if you're struggling because I know one I hate writing and two I hate writing about myself. So that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so grab the coupon code, go grab that. Um, she also has the 30 social media post ideas. So we'll put all the links to everything and the episodes that we reference, so that you guys can find those easy. But yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Tracy. We will Thank see you.
1: Thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: All right, Bye. Bye.